This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Brentford Fan Show. The latest on the bees. All the gossip from Griffin Park. Plus, you Reds getting vocal on the socials. The Brentford Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport London. A great station for a great city. City, 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 city. Yeah, Love Sport London, two minutes past nine across the capital. My name's Aaron Paul. I'm joined in the studio by the chaps and the lady <laughs> from Besotted. We've got a new... We got some, I can't believe you, you replaced everyone. I mean, th- th- so there's always a third chair. It's always a mystery because I know Laney's going to be in the building. We always... I we know need Billy, to... Billy the Bee's always going to be here. But it's always, you know, the third person. I always wonder who the third person the is going to be. The Besotted crew is diverse, mate. We're, we're, we, yeah. welcome, we welcome all comers. Well, I miss Hartson. I always tell you every week, where's Hartson? I always shout, where's Hartson? The day you bring him through, I'm just going to give him a massive hug. We'll sort you out his Twitter Love account. We, Love we can follow him. Billy the Bee's here. Hello, how are you, you doing? Yeah, not bad. Big smile on my face again. Not bad, yeah. Another win. Another win, Another mate. London derby win. Just notching them up, mate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're just notching it up at the right time of the season. But is it too late? That's the question. Everyone's kind of getting there a bit too late now, aren't they? Like um, everyone down the bottom, down up the top. It's all it's all a late, late show. It ain't over, mate. It's not over. You know, you've got to keep believing, you know. It's... I've always said it's a nine-month season. We've got, we've got two more games to go. We, anything can happen. And let's tie this in nicely with last Sunday. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Indeed. Hi, Kate. Hello. How you doing? You're, you're Kate, Katie. Is it Katie or Kate? What, what do you prefer? Both. Both? Yeah. Flexibility, yeah. bit of diversity. Katie B. Graham. That's me. How's it going? I'm good. You How are you? you are, I'm, I'm good. Are you optimistic like the chaps? I am optimistic. Yeah? There's lots to be optimistic about. Plenty? Yeah, Plenty. Play nice okay. football. I, I, I drive down the M4 every day and I look at the stadium thinking, oh, it's coming along nicely, isn't it? That's you know? right. You know, you've seen a couple of bricks being moved and stuff like that. Just, a couple, just, of, you know. couple, of, couple of diggers. Yeah. Do, do you drive backwards and forwards just like dreaming? No, not really. Oh, okay. I, I drive that way to go to work and back. All right. I did drive past the actual site the other day, like, and it was, it, you know, they're making progress. Indeed, indeed. Progress oh. is being made, but um, yeah, West London Derby Part 2, Saturday, Bill. 
That's I tell you something that was uh, that was a lot of fun again. It was difficult, I have to admit, right? Because Fulham was such a laugh last mm. week, even though we didn't win. You know, to just get that energy back and try and put it back into QPR. And as much as they may say, I know a lot of people might disagree with me out there, but. Um, the QPR derby, I don't think it's just as big as the Fulham derby to us, even though it's still big. They will make it out as big, though. Oh, who? QPR. Well, I don't know. I mean, they sort of do, but the thing is, and we'll talk about this maybe a little bit later, the QPR fans are resigned to being the fourth team in London. They said it. They mm. said it on the podcast. They said, listen, mm. it's all over. We need to rebuild. So there's a different type of vibe, whereas Fulham are still vibrant and they're jumping and they don't want us to beat them. But QPR come down there and they say, we don't know. Oh, jeez, we need to get at least a result out of Brentford one day. So it was different. So we got that result and we did very well very professional we played the game and we played it out we scored the goal we missed a penalty and uh we were we were in command to be quite honest with you until they scored the equalizer and yeah, we got Idrissa. oh no the Silla. we come out of those two games pretty well if i'm honest we, yeah we, not we, bad we, we, we played some really no apart from the points tally you know we we, we morally won both of those morally actually. yeah yeah <laughs> the, you know apart you know the there was a there was an offside goal that was we, we should have been should have been uh should have been allowed mm. and uh was a the handball. handball yeah you know should we have a moral football league i mean you know you know who would be top of the moral top football of the league? moral football league oh that's, that's a yeah, tough that's, one who do you mean? Probably Forest Green. Forest Green Rovers. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the yeah, vegan yeah. club oh, that's and all right. that. Possibly, you know, it could be no. Forest Green Rovers, or it could Forest be Green Rovers, or it um, could be, um, you know, I've, I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. Everyone's got their their their, their morals. Yeah, their, well, their downfalls. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, but coming back to Saturday anyway. Kiwi, I mean, Wimbledon. Carry on. Wimbledon. Well, they, yeah, they got a bit of a... Yeah, they got a bit Man, of a... They, yeah, that is as well. Scratch. Very, very happy as well, obviously, because uh, MK, MK Dons, a.k.a. No, no, MK. MK Dons. No, just MK. Uh, a.k.a. Franchise FC. They just went MK, down. Yeah. <laughs> they went down as well. Well, which, they're on the, They're as good as. Yeah, they're as good as going down, which is an interesting sort of uh, position as, as they swap places in the league, because obviously... Uh, Wimbledon took years. And there's some people, you know, there's an argument between people. Some people still don't think that um, AFC Wimbledon is Wimbledon. They believe that MK Dons is because it did transform itself. Whether or not you agree with it or you don't agree with it, they transform. It's like some sort of kind of like, you know, you're turning yourself from a dragon into a sort of a flying pig or something like that. I'll I'll tell you what, Bill, I wrote my my dissertation on on the club, on Wimbledon. Okay. And, and, you know, the the, the downfall of Wimbledon Football Club. Believe me, believe me, there is nothing... You know, there's nothing pure about MK. They're a franchise. No, no, uh, l- l- listen, listen. But, but you know, in terms of Wimbledon, yes. they are the original Listen, Wimbledon. listen, uh, listen. I know Jonesy, I know Chris Phillips, I know, I, I know all the characters down there, so I'm not saying, I'm not doing this position. I'm just, I'm sitting down there and I'm putting, mm. you know, putting my head in the sand and, and me looking around and seeing a few little tweets that are flying around from a few people out there that were saying, oh, it's a real shame that MK Dons have been relegated because after they won the FA Cup in 1989, I'm thinking, well, hold on a second, mate, you know what I'm saying? So... They're taking the real position, but at the end of the day, when we're talking about the moral position, it's a different scenario. Look, it just shows Later. you how quickly football changes, because 10 years ago today, or 10 years ago this week, we were losing 3-0 at home to Hereford, who, 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 who took the title that year, or got promoted that year. So, you know, who, who'd have thought 10 years further down the look, line? Look at all these clubs. 
Drummond Lee, RMI, Kitty Harriers, Rushton Diamonds, all these clubs that have disappeared out of the ether. You know, and one thing I look at Wimbledon is, you know, a, a 30,000 capacity stadium in Milton Keynes can, can mean everything. But when you're only putting 4,000 in there, yeah. you're going to struggle. Ridiculous. And, and to be fair, I wouldn't be surprised if they get back-to-back relegations because I can, I, you know, clubs go down. Look at Chesterfield. Yes. Chesterfield. Che- Chesterfield. Built, 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 well, built themselves a new ground. They had a good manager in Caldwell. He's coming. They sat Jack Lester. It's all rotten from the top and they're going down again. Yeah. Maybe the FA are going to swap Wembley for Stadium MK. That's what they're Oh dear, oh dear. I'll tell you what, let's listen back to uh, the Brentford fans. Let's go back to the pub after the game to hear what the QPR and Brentford fans and a Hollywood actor and a rock star thought of the match. by the Beast today. Um, we needed to battle that result. We needed to grind it out. Josephson, that brilliant goal, that brilliant second goal was what we needed. Come on, UB! UB! Missing the penalty. Bad point. Weak defending, letting it go. It was stressful. Really stressful. Hollywood star Ralph Brown in the house. Were you impressed with what you saw today? Uh, it was a wonderful atmosphere here, actually. I've always wanted to come to a proper West London derby. And that dished up everything I expected. Yeah, Brentford have loads more chances and uh, they're just a better team of football team, you know, than Gibby are. Deserved win. Playoffs, here we come. The Mick Jones in the house. The Mick, how are you doing? All right, thank you. Listen, yeah, you did, I know you didn't enjoy the game as much as I did, uh, but just give us your view on that game. I thought we could have done better in the second half as a QPR fan, but I realised that Brentford are still in with a shout for the playoffs, so it was right that they won. We've still got a chance, so good luck to you. Yeah, all right, nice one, Mick. Tell you something, mate. Is London's calling? Yeah, right. Yeah, incredible. How can we get here after all the games we've fluffed our lines and, you know, supposedly bottled it like at Millwall, etc., and now we're in this position? It's incredible. But, yeah, you know, it's great. Isn't it? Little Brentford. And we've still got something to play for with two games to go. It's fantastic. Happy days. Quite level level uh, pegging in the second half, I thought. I thought first half Rangers didn't turn up. Second half Brentford looked a bit nervy. Thought the penalty turned it a bit, gave herself a chance, but uh, still a missed a good chance at the end there. Could have made all the difference. It's a London derby at the end of the game, at the end of the day, isn't it? And you want the boys to give 100%. So I think it's about time Rangers turned up for a Brentford game, to be honest. I mean, since we beat you at Loftus Road, what, three years ago, was it? We just don't turn up for these games against you boys. I don't know what the problem is. Well, I'm sure we'll turn you over next year, mate, if we play. The centre-halves, again, Mepham was you know, unbelievable for, for the experience the guy's got. Egan alongside him, I thought had a really good game today as well. Soares' quality. Uh, yeah, it, it was good. We've got two games to go. Who knows? You know, we've got two more reasons to get excited and maybe three more. Yeah, Love Sport Radio. Great to hear all the reaction from the pub. We'll be back after this and we'll be reviewing what else happened in the QPR game. Putin has sophisticated labs creating his nerve gas. Where in America we just harvest it from me. Love Sport.
I work for AspokesmanZ.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanZ.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. If you're a fan of Spurs, check out Love Sport, Tuesday night from 7. Even without him, we're putting in good performances. Oh yeah, we've had some incredible performances while he's been injured. And even when he's coming back to full fitness, we've done well as well. So it's not like we're relying on him. And that's a good thing about having a great squad. You lose world-class footballers like Alderweireld and you cope. The Spurs Fan Show with 7OTB.com on Love Sport. Dale Winton, he really made supermarkets great again. Love Sport. Back on Love Sport Radio, 12 minutes past 9 o'clock, we're talking all things Brentford. Kate, you had a point. Well, I was just, uh, we were talking earlier about the amazing, uh, amazing is the wrong way to put that, isn't it? But the uh, the breathtaking uh, Ollie Watkins penalty miss, uh, which was quite a dramatic moment in that QPR game, because you had that incredible work that Romain Sawyers did uh, to set Ollie Watkins free. He looks like he's through on goal and suddenly comes together with the goalkeeper. Massive collision. They're both lying on the floor injured. The goalkeeper is not moving and we get a penalty. We get yellow cards and then... We get a miss. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a bit a little bit traumatic because we, we were where we were, exactly the opposite end of the football pitch. I, you could see it was a, clearly a foul, but we couldn't work out at the time whether the referee had actually given the penalty, and we didn't know whether it was inside or outside. You got no perspective on actual. You know, we were looking at it in two dimensions. You couldn't see what was happening. So when the yellow card was shown I thought absolutely it's got to be a penalty now because he's given the yellow instead of the red the double jeopardy stuff and all that but then Watkins what he normally does before a penalty is he faces the opposite way looking towards the centre circle turns and then gallops in and smashes the ball into the back of the net but it didn't work there was too much maybe he was still injured you know there's, yeah. there, there, there's always that kind of conversation should the person that gets fouled take the penalty and I, I guess you know it obviously happens so often that the person that's fouled misses the penalty that it becomes a talking point and you know I guess more pay wasn't on the pitch otherwise he probably would have taken it I would have thought Bill I mean there's there is an argument also to say that the goalkeeper you know we were adamant it was a penalty because again double jeopardy you've got no idea but he looked like he's the last man standing he got taken down by the goalkeeper they now say that if you're taken down actually the goalkeeper doesn't get sent off he stays on he gets a card and you get to take the penalty and that's your prize but the fact is that also the goalkeeper went down like a you know like say a sack of potatoes but to be fair he, he was injured he did, so it was, yeah. a, it was an injured sack of potatoes so he's gone down um and he was down for quite a while so what's that done is it stopped the momentum, it stopped the vibe of the game, everyone's thinking, what's going on, is he going off, is he not going off? And then Ollie Watkins had loads of time to think about it. So by the time he came round to t- actually take the penalty, you could see that he thought about it, should I put it left, should I put it right? And Ollie Watkins, he's got a bit of a hoof on him, and the penalty that he took was so rubbish. It was weak, wasn't yeah. it? It was really poor, you know, and he fluffed it, and he missed the penalty, and all of a sudden he thought, oh no, there we go, and two minutes later, Silla comes up, Drops in, rebound, ball in the back of the net, comes over literally to where we're standing and just starts gesticulating at us and giving us loads of signage. They're a real Jekyll and Hyde team, though, QPR. One week they'll turn it on and one week it's just like, now nah, we're, getting, we're getting relegated. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing is that, you know, I mean, if you talk to the QPR fans, they, they, they seem to be quite happy with um, the way that he's jettisoned quite a few of the sort of big, big money players out. Probably not all of them, you know, but they still think that there's a lot of dead wood in there. But they, they've obviously got some, they've, they've got something going on and they, they can hold themselves 
you know, in this... No, they can, to a certain extent, this season, but they're they're not good enough to go one way or the other as yet. But, you know, if you look at certain teams down there, you know, they're they're beating teams 4-0 at times. So if if you're beating somebody (laughs) 4-0, you're you're doing something. Begrudgingly, no, they're they're, they're pretty average. Do you know when you say, can we play you every week? I really wish we could because we they they wouldn't bother us most weeks of the season. They just you know they're going long ball at the end to to Smith. Um, it was it was it was basic football, Bill. We, yeah. we, the football's moved on and, and and they haven't. They're going they're going backwards. I'm not saying they're great, but all I'm trying to do is that this is a really strange division, right? You've got Birmingham City who are struggling when they might probably get out of it. You've got Burton who are really really struggling, but they still might get out of it. You've got you know you've got basically. Jekyll and Hyde type scenarios. Yes, we play beautiful football, but not everyone plays the style of football that we are, so we can't get so over ourselves to think this, the style of football that we play has got to be the style no, of football. I'm not Some saying, people I'm are not very getting over myself. I'm getting over myself. No. I'm just saying that we, we're superior in almost every department to Queen's Park Rangers. I, I, you know, maybe not so much with Fulham. They're, they're obviously a, a great team too, but QPR aren't. They're a weak one. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> we got... There we go. At the end of the day... We got the goal in the second half, mm. right? Because we were like, I mean, there was like, oh, no, come on, not again. Yeah. Like, you know, there was a bit of a not again going on. But then when that goal was scored in the second half, and it was a wicked goal as well. And uh, again, we laughed. If you listen to our podcast, besotted.com, and check it out, our podcast went up this morning. And we had a good little chat last night. Kate was on our podcast as well um, last night. So we've done a little bit of a double bubble with Kate, who's a bit of a, he's a, bit of a fresher, as I we am, say. I am. Yeah, he's a fresher. fresher. And we talked about, remember, we talked about Bidwell um, being on his backside, didn't we? We did. And we talked about how much we enjoyed repeatedly watching Jake Bidwell fall over and yeah, we talked about it's, it's how a, pleasure, pleasurable that was you, you can't get bored of it I'm no. afraid when you see sort of an, a player that's gone technically to uh, the, the bigger club and it's his big move and he's, he's earned it or whatever and he's, he's spent as much time on his, on his butt as he has on his feet at Griffin Park since he's left and so. we said before that like we might have we would have thought really favourably of him in terms of like what he'd done for Brentford how he played at Brentford his commitment to the team if he hadn't gone to QPR that as well, and also if he ends, said I've gone to a bigger club because uh, yeah, no, I need cool. to make that move, bigger, which wasn't wasn't the best thing, wasn't the best thing to do. No. But you know, listen, we get over those things because everyone seems to do that when they leave us, and and uh, we're still in the learning game at Brentford. And after three seasons, when everyone says we're going to a bigger club, we it's like Teflon now, just just bounces off us, like you know. But um, yeah, great, great. Like I said to you, great, great, great victory against QPR. Ed has tweeted in. He said uh, at B Slotted Live on Lost Friday, listening in Bidwell on his backside is a pleasant reoccurring thing. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> It is indeed. I think that might be John Hartson, actually. Oh, nice one, John Hartson. <laughs> Mate, where be. you been, pal? I'm presuming it's John Hartson. We miss you. Other, right. other Reds are available. That's right. Other indeed, Reds are, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, so listen, but, um, listen, one also thing, because if you listen to, you know, when we talk to the fans there as well, there was a, there was a rock star mm. on there. Yeah, Shamala behind us, he was asking. That's right. Mick Jones from The Clash. Nice. He chatted to us, keep your fan, and, uh, I'll tell you something, he's a proper legend, but... It's proper A-list, isn't it? He's a proper A-lister, but you you were a little bit confused, weren't you, Laney? Well, yeah, <laughs> he, he, he sounded like... It's like sweep out of City and Sweet, to be honest with you. He sounded like, um, I don't know, he just didn't sound like the dude that you expected, you know. London Calling, Rock the Casbah, you know, this, these are, are like iconic sort of post-punk sort of... Just, it's legends, you know, Mick, uh, Mick Jones, Don Letts, you know, th- these guys are heroes, you know, went on to play, you know, big audio dynamite, 
like they, they, these these people were you know they thought they've constantly changed music uh, but he sounds like he sounds like a bit of a dork <laughs> I mean, I think that, I, I, I think. I mean, I, I, you're being voiceless there, anyway. Like that, it was. It was interesting because I chatted. Yeah, it's not what I expected. Let's he, put it that way. Yeah, he was. He was a really, really J- nice. J- Jamie's come back and said too many weekend sweets for him. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That's yeah. right. He, he did sound. To be fair, he did sound like he'd he'd be he'd been taking a few helium balloons before the match. But um, but he was a really, really nice bloke. And he, to be fair, he, he took it in his stride. He said, you know, then they've good play, fair play to Brentford. You uh, you deserved your result, and uh, <laughs> he didn't beat you. But um, twenty past nine, we're going to come back. We're going to be doing a special edition of Hang the BJ. Got Lloyd of Wusu. Funny enough, I, I mentioned him last week as well. I don't know why. Because you because he just he's just a brilliant player he's and just he's just there a, you he's go. An absolute legend. There you go. Twenty past nine. The Love Sport Radio at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. 0208-7025-58 If you want to have your say. I don't approve of political jokes because I've seen far too many of them get elected. Call us on 0208 70 20 558. And don't worry, we won't harvest your data. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. London's lunchtimes have just got tastier. He's a familiar face and isn't afraid to chat about the right stuff. Kevin O'Sullivan on Love Sport. Weekdays from 1. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you. Saving you money. Brilliant. I've finally quit. I feel like I've got my life back. I felt much happier. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. Experience it for yourself with help from NHS Smoke Free. A range of support tools, which includes face-to-face guidance from advisors, helps maximise your chances of success. Go online now and search for Smoke Free. Could you offer an abandoned or unwanted dog a loving home? If you can, All Dogs Matter would love to hear from you. Every year, All Dogs Matter rescue and rehome around 400 dogs across London and the home counties. But without people like you, this simply wouldn't be possible. Through no fault of their own, these dogs urgently need new loving homes. All Dogs Matter are counting on you to give one of our dogs a second chance in life. Visit alldogsmatter.co.uk. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. Bringing home the bacon with all the sports, the biggest news and a fair amount of egg on faces. You like it saucy, there'll be something for you. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Weekdays from 6am on Love Sport. There are some things a man should not talk about. And his arsenal is one of them, believe me. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results, win seven figures. Yeah, make sure you head over to 7OTB.com before 2.45 on Saturday. Make your selections as we approach the end of the season. Billy, you wanted to cap off things with QPR. Yeah, with QPR, I mean, like I said to you, it, it, it is a great game against QPR. I mean, they've actually only beaten us once, I think, in the last eight 
games that we've played them. You know, when they've come down, we've gone up. So we've played them eight times and we've only, they've been, been so I think they've only beaten us, the time before that they've beat us was 2003, where we met when they were both in the second division. So it is a happy hunting ground for Brentford and, and, and hopefully so may be it. And um, listen, we're going to talk about the playoffs and the permutations and maybe all that stuff a little bit later. But, um, you know, the chances are, very likely we'll meet QPR next season but as Laney says um, we're not going to fear meeting QPR unless something miraculous happens and they get a windfall of money and things definitely change because uh, we're definitely on the trajectory on the definitely on the up yeah no we definitely are on the up and the, the, you know these, these West London derbies that you know we've been looking forward to playing for for, for a number of years they, they're, they're working out in our favour I'll be honest with you you know the, the Fulham matches they've beaten us once in the league and once in the League Cup the rest of the times we've either done them properly or or, or or drawn so you know I'm, I'm really i really enjoy them just thinking i mean qbr we scored a couple of goals you know ollie we could have scored three goals if ollie had scored how do you think we would have done if lloyd arusu was playing for us on saturday laney oh i'd love to see what lloyd was capable of in this team he, he was a he was a real athlete he, he was you know he was as fit as a butcher's dog as they say uh, I think he, I think he would have done. I think he would have fitted into this Brentford team. You know, um, he was, he had pace to, you know, pace to burn. He, he really did find the net whenever, you know, pretty much whenever, he, whenever he started for us in that one season. So, yeah, I would like to see Lloydie back at his at his peak just to see what he was capable of. Lloyd Abusu linking up with Sawyers? Yes, please. <laughs> it would be brilliant. <laughs> Put simply. That's <laughs> right. Indeed. I mean, Lloyd is one of my favourite players. I love him. He's over in Australia at the moment now. And as you know, we like to go back, back in history. A little bit of Brentford history. Mm. That's right. And so we've got to hang the BJ. And every time we do it, like I said, Brentford have got the Ask the DJ, but we call our section Hang the BJ. And basically we talk to an ex-player and we ask them a few questions about Brentford, what they love about Brentford, any memories about Brentford, and also the tune that reminds them of Brentford. So Lloyd Awusu, we chatted to him and he gave us his Hang the BJ and he told us exactly what his thoughts were of Brentford. Yo, 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 what's happening, peeps? It's your boy, the one and only Lloyd Arusu. And I played as a striker for Brentford from 1998 to 2002, and then again in 2005-2007. I now live down under in Australia, where I coach at International Football and Tennis School. And also I've still donning the boots and scoring goals for my team, Rydalmere Lions, which is a semi-professional club, and also I'm the technical director there. Hands in the air, what's it all about? Well, when I first scored one of my first goals for Brentford, I just uh, ran away. I remember I scored a, I scored a goal against Darlington, and uh, I just ran away and just sort of pumped my hands up in the air. And all of a sudden, it just sort of stuck. I came out the next game I scored, and then the fans just were doing it, and then ever since then it just sort of followed suit. So as they, everyone calls it the, the raising the roof celebration, the Abusu celebration, so everyone knows it. The players who I've rated most at Brentford at my time there, well, there's a few to be fair, I'll have to name. I must admit, first and foremost, I'd probably have to say Gavin Mann, uh, just for his overall presence as a player and a character. His actual technical ability was totally unbelievable. His touch, his striking with the ball, he was just a pleasure to play with. And also, he was just a great guy on and off the pitch. 
I ended up in quite a few places since leaving Brentford. Well, let me tell you, yeah, I sure did. But uh, the Cypress Tale, wow, that was a funny one. Uh, I wouldn't even say funny, more of a weird one. Uh, I signed a year contract there, so I was looking forward to playing out in a sun in Paphos. And then uh, I remember one training session, it was only probably about four or five weeks into the season or into the pre-season. And uh, the, some of the directors just turned up to the training ground. And all us foreigners, there was about five foreigners, we were, we were all given cars. And all of a sudden, we just see them driving away. The cars are driving away in the dust. I'm thinking, what's going on here? And then one of the, the coaches said, oh, the, the club is not paying you foreigners. And I was like, hold on, <laughs> you can't be saying you're not paying us. We've all signed your contracts. So I was just like, no way, I can't be living up. So I just said to my, my advisor, to get me out of here. So six weeks later, I was gone and left uh, Paphos, which was a bit unsad, but that was life at the end of the day. My most memorable Brentford moment, I would have to say, it's got to be first and foremost signing for Brentford as, as a whole, coming from non-league. That was just, that was beautiful. And then also winning the league title back in 1999, away at Cambridge, coming down to the last game to see who, who took the actual trophy and luckily for myself I scored a one and only goal that won us the championship so that was a great memorable moment so that was fantastic times the tune that reminds me most of Brentford <laughs> well as I was a so-called DJ back in the days when I was at Brentford and the genre of music especially that time of year was, was all was all garage and uh, I used to be in charge of the entertainment at Brentford, so uh, I would bring in a tune for the boys. And I must admit, uh, there was one tune that just everyone just used to love when, when I used to drop it in a mix. And that was uh, Sunship featuring Anita Kelsey, Try Me Out. The tune would just be blaring in the background and everyone would just be dancing and enjoying it. And to finish off, guys, all I can say is hope you have a great season this year in the championship and try and get that promotion to the promised land and all the best come on you bees there it is Lloyd Owusu Brentford legend in the Europa League it's Arsenal 1 Atletico Madrid 0 Alexandra Lacazette has put the gun on his head Marseille are currently 2-0 up in their tie half past 9 this is Love Sport I'm sure the World Cup in Russia will be spectacular they paid good money for it Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto-tune or auto-scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. Back on Love Sport Radio after hearing from Lloyd Owusu. I mean, quite the character... He's a uh, funky tune as well. I'll tell you something. I mean, there's two things there. Lloyd, so, uh, Lloyd, I hope you're listening there. Lloyd, lives in Australia now. But like I said to you, fingers crossed he's tuned in. And if you're tuned in, Lloyd, good to hear from you, man. He was there in the summer. Um, he said he was going to come over for our social, but we might get him over next year's social, actually. He's really quite potty for it. Brilliant bloke, lovely bloke, and a fantastic football. But also the music that he's playing there, the irony about it, it's Sunship, Try Me Out. If you're, if you're, you know, garage heads out there, or you know that tune, there's a massive tune out there as Big well. Tune. All the corrupt FM boys who are there, Brentford as well, they'll know that tune. But the irony is that Sunship, who made this tune, he actually lives in Braemar Road. But he's a QPR fan. But he still goes down and sees the bees as well. So there's a little link up there as well. But Lloyd Awusu, we talked about whether or not he should be in that QPR side. But Lloydy... He brings back great memories for us. He talked about Cambridge. Cambridge, for me, 
I have to admit, going through, was it three promotions? You know, 92, uh, 92, four, four promotions. But for me, that was one of my favourites. Going to Cambridge, us winning that game, him scoring that goal, us going up in the white wigs, you know, punting down the river in Cambridge, you know, everything like that. That was one of my best footballing days out ever. I'm just actually thinking I'm more and more excited about Owusu being back in this team because he was good in the air as well. And you think Morpé is he's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a good striker, mm. but he's not going to give us that aerial presence at any stage. Where Lloydy, he, he got his, you know, he got his fair share of goals from from sort of crosses that were coming in from Scotty Partridge and, as he said, you know, Martin Rowlands and, and, and players like that that were around at the time that that they they were a real good supply supply line for Owusu. The other amazing thing about him is how much of a great ambassador he is for the club. Like, you talk to other football fans and you say you're a Brentford fan and they're like, Lloyd Awusu. You know, you always... People people know him, people remember him. And, and that's that's brilliant because, you know, he's not a paid ambassador or anything. He's obviously just got brilliant memories of being, being at Griffin Park and being around the team. And I think that's what you get. Um, the, more, the more kind of... Um, the more... The, as the years progress, you realise that the players that have been and gone... They really do hold this club dear to them, and you know, it's they if they if they're there for three or four years, it's something that they you know they they they, they remember their time at Brentford very very specially. An- another bargain find as well from Slough Town. That's right, from Slough Town as well. Who's yeah. doing all right? So he's coming from Slough. He's at Brentford now. He moved on to Sheffield Wednesday. Went to Reading as well. So the Reading fans know him. Sheffield Wednesday fans when he say to him, they say Owusu. So they all do that raising the roof over their head type movement as well. So he kind of. Uh, like said, brings a good vibe. It was a brilliant vibe, like you know. Brings a good vibe. Yeah. I, I have a nomination for your next hang the BJ. Oh, do you? Yeah, I want to hear from Oliver Got. Oh, good. Oh, good. Got Scalson. Oh, yeah, Got Scalson. Oh, wow, we got yeah. to track wow. him down first, don't we? Got to do some. Got to do some digging. I'll, I'll go, yeah. hand, hands up. I'll go to Iceland and do it. That's right. Okay, we'll send. Uh, Laney's going off to Iceland, so he probably won't be here for next week's. Um, Bring back some fish fingers. That's right. So we'll do that. Puffins. So, uh, but yeah, but listen, like I said to you, we like to do the history. We like to talk. You know, if, yeah. you, if you don't know where you're coming from, you don't know where you're going to. So we talked about the history. We've got. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we've mm. got hang the BJ, and if you go to besotted.com forward slash audio, you can actually check out the full blown hang the BJ for Lloyd at Wusu on there as well other bits and pieces yeah we love a bit of that um, should we move on to Barnsley yeah, yeah we look forward to a trip to Barnsley who need to win to keep their faint chances of uh, survival well faint chances of uh, survival alive in, in the championship let's bring in Joe from the Red All Over show uh, he hosts it on Dern FM evening Joe um, how What's Evening, the, what, what's, the, what's the vibe at Oakwell now? A managerial change. Obviously, you wanted Heckingbottom to stay. Uh, you've got you've got your new man in. Um, what are the what are the thoughts on Barnsley's chances of survival? Well, I think you've got a nice, easy three points. To be honest, um, <laughs> at the minute we're a wounded animal. Um, everyone thinks that we're going down in terms of the fans. It's just not been good for us this season. I mean, you say there. Obviously, we wanted to keep back here. I think quite a lot. of Barnsley fans did, but it was quite split. Some fans were ready for a change anyway uh, when he went to Leeds, but we never wanted to see him go to Leeds. Um, but I think this is the perfect time for you to play us. Last two games, uh, Forest on Tuesday night was shocking, and against Leeds, if, I've never seen such a lack of fight in a side playing a, a Leeds team, you know, a Barnsley side playing a Leeds team. So for me, the only thing Brentford really need to worry about is the fact that when we played two sort of other playoff contenders, if you like, in Sheffield mm. United and Bristol City in recent weeks, We've actually turned up a little bit. We've put in a bit of a show at home. Um, that's the only thing I'd be concerned about. But if you go for it first 10, 15 minutes and you get a goal ahead, I think there's going to be a flick, 
it's just going to change. I think the fans are just going to turn on the side. You saw it a little bit on Tuesday night against Forest towards the end. Fans were brilliant at Forest, but you know they started to say they wanted to see a change at the end of management. And I think if uh, you guys go a goal ahead on Saturday, that's going to be it. I think uh, things will flick in the stadium. Hey Joe, it's Kate here. Um, jumping hey. off from your last comment there, I was just thinking, um, what do you make of your manager's comments about uh, relegation not being a failure? Well, I, I did a bit of a poll to see what Barnsley fans think of Jose Marais and whether they think he should stay as Barnsley manager. 90% out of about 300, 400 votes said that they think he, he should go. Um, for me, I, I don't blame him. I mean, it, it's, it's been a hard season. He's not done great since he came in. And I think what he meant by that comment was it's not his failure because obviously he's only taken over for 13 games, it'll be 15 games after the season. Right. So you can't put pinpoint it all on him and there's not been enough fight as well um, so for me I didn't take it as he meant it wasn't a failure I think he means it's, it's just not his all to all on his shoulders is what he meant by that yeah fair play hi. thank you Joe hi Joe's Dave here um, hey oh, mate. Um, you must have expected a lot more when, when the club was taken over you know obviously there's you know, I wouldn't say it's like huge money, but there's there's, there's money, money money been sort of put into the club. Um, the vision has obviously been sold to the fans. Um, you know, what was it you've? What were you expecting? Obviously, you weren't expecting relegation after what you achieved last year. You know, you you, you sort of survived and you, you you looked good last year. Yeah. You know, what wh- what's the vibe there? You know, what's the vibe with the new owners, etc. Well, the interesting thing is, when we first got promoted with that side, I said to a few of my friends, I said, uh, we'll be fine next season with this team, but if we don't get these guys on new contracts, we're going to really be struggling. And, uh, you know, you guys are a great example, I think, Brentford, of a club that have shown what to do in the Championship to compete and and do fantastic. And, you know, I wish you all the best this season. I hope you do get them playoffs. But um, for us, it was all about that. We didn't get the the good players signed on, so we've had to start again from scratch at the beginning of the season. So, actually, I think we probably thought just staying up was good enough this season from every Barnsley fan's point of view, anyone who's realistic anyway. Yes, the new owners have come in, but they didn't come in until January. Um... And we all know what the January window's like. We could have done better in January, obviously. Um, but then Paul Heckingbottom leaving's really, really messed us up because obviously he was the he was the leader in 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 our club at the time. Um, so that that's it's just been sort of one thing after another this season that's gone against us. I mean, for example, our best player that you want to watch out for on Saturday is Oi McBurney. He's probably the only spark we've got at the minute. Um, and he's on loan from Swansea. We were supposed to get him in. Actually, it was announced in August that he'd signed for us. The club put it out and then the paperwork didn't go through. So we got him in January and he scored eight goals since then. But I reckon if we'd have had his goals throughout the season, we'd have probably been nice and comfortable by now. But sometimes things don't go through in a season. It's like that. So, yeah, I fully expect Brentford to get the three points, to be honest, on Saturday. Um, listen, Joe, hi. This is Billy, mate. How you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Yeah, cool. Listen, um, I remember we saw Hecky at our end of season, uh, or Christmas do, actually, uh, uh, our social at the, the, the Fuller's Brewery, and we stayed in the, the hotel by the club, and we saw Heckenbottom with a massive Heckenbottom on the back of his tracksuit, so we couldn't miss him um, before the game. And when we played you in that match, we were talking about it on our podcast last night, it was a nightmare because we could not break you down. Nil all match. It was, couldn't break you down. But the fact is that he knew how to deal with us. He knew that's, that was our sort of Achilles heel. You've got now a new player, um, a new manager in Jose Moraes. I didn't know too much about him, but I've done a bit of history on him. And he's like, he's been all over the place. He's been to Real Madrid. He's been to Inter. He's, he's Mourinho's right man man. He's been the second man all over the place. He's actually got quite a lot of experience as a second sort of right hand man. However, do you think he's a top boy to be a leader? 
and especially in the championship has he got has he got the handle of the championship do you think the thing is really, I could I, I'm not I don't know how much Jose Mourinho you know did with Jose Mourinho for you know I could make tea for Jose Mourinho and I think people would be impressed with it. I'm not saying that he did that I'm sure he did a lot more than that uh, not to be totally asked him but I mean we don't really know we've only seen him for a few games what we've seen has not been great um, fans have questioned a lot of fans have questioned how much he is a manager is he an, an, an analysis you know that's what we, we've sort of thought is he just a second coach we don't really know what he did with Jose uh, Mourinho so it's quite tough because when you get a, a manager in like that and you, you get sold this idea this dream that he's worked with you know the top bosses at the top clubs y- you feel like he's just going to be a success but he doesn't you know he's not worked in the championship before so for me as a Barnsley fan I'd, I'd have taken someone who'd worked in the championship just to keep us up and then if you wanted to then say right okay we start again next season let's bring in you know a new man even if we'd have brought someone inside the club who knows Barnsley but there's been so much change I mean for us you know we had a, a Barnsley owner in Patrick Crime bless his soul obviously passed mm, away now yeah. uh, Barnsley manager in, in Paul Heckingbottom and a Barnsley captain in Mark Roberts before he went, for, went to Birmingham uh, and that was two years ago and now it's, it's crazy I mean now we've got foreign owners foreign manager and it's kind of like and, and a foreign chief exec as well and not that there's anything wrong with that but I don't know if they're quite grasping the full concept of, of what Barnsley's about yet and I think they need a bit more time I think they need to make some effort to do that I'll tell you what Joe I've always liked the look of Key for more I think he's he's a decent player and it'd be unfortunate if yeah. he goes down with Barnsley this season because it'd be back-to-back relegations one with Rotherham and, and one with Barnsley but looking at the actual Barnsley squad if the inevitable well if, if you know you were to go down I'm not going to say the inevitable but if you were to go down there is a decent core to that squad. The likes of McCarthy, Lindsay Hamill, Tom Bradshaw, George Moncur, you know, yeah. as well as having Andy Yard. I mean, he's a quality player. And so is, so is Kiefer Moore for League One. So I don't think there's any fear that you wouldn't be able to make a couple of additions and, and bounce straight back up if you did go down. Well, Yedem's probably already on his way to <laughs> Leeds or somewhere. If Eki's got his way, but um, he, he'll definitely not be a Barnsley player because he's contract up at the end of the season. Mm. I think he, you know, there was a lot of talk about him going. He was going to go to Huddersfield at the beginning of the season, yeah. and for some reason, he failed his medical, which I thought was a bit silly because he was fine. Then he played for us a few weeks later, so um, so he's gone. But I totally agree with your point. You make a really good point that actually, when you look at our team, if we can get Adam Hamill on a new contract, we saw what he did in League One. Uh, Kiefer Moore scored goals for fun for Rotherham earlier this season. Tom Bradshaw, fans are saying he's going to go, but he scored goals for Walsall. Uh, name a few more. George Moncur for Colchester scored goals. So we've got a really good basis of a League One side. I actually don't think we're in the bottom three in terms of quality in the league. I think there's no. the sides that are worse than us. We've just not got any togetherness, and that's the problem. We've got no stability. We haven't had stability all season. I can't remember any time where we've had three games in a row where we've played the same eleven, and I mean that sums it up for me. Very quickly, I just I've watched Barnsley loads of times. It feels like I've, I think I've seen them six or seven times a season, and I really appreciate you know the traditional four four two they play because they play with a big man and a small man up front. So you've got an absolute battering ram like Kiefer Moore who's going into the back of defenders. He's bringing the ball down. You've got someone like Tiam as well who, who's doing uh, who's doing a bit of work and trying to create something. So I really appreciate um, the tactics. How do you think it's going to go down Saturday? Well, Moraes isn't playing four four two anymore. <laughs> oh, it's a shame. Um, it's a shame. As, I appreciate four four two on the hecky. Fans aren't too happy with that. You know that fans love a good four four two. Can't beat. Um, this has been one of the main things as well that fans have moaned about. Ollie McBurney's been playing out wide, um, and he's our he's our best striker by far. We're playing Kiefer up as a, a solid, just on him on his own, and two wide men off him, and I, it's not really worked. And it's made us a lot more open as well. So 
So I don't think there's going to be any... I think we'll definitely not keep a clean sheet on Saturday because that just doesn't seem to happen for us. So, yeah, it's a very different-looking Barnsley side to the Paul Heckingbottom side that might have lost 1-0, 2-1, grinded out a draw sort of thing, even if we didn't score many goals. Now it's like we might get a goal, but you expect us to concede at least one or two. Well, you don't, you don't really see many continental managers going for the traditional 4-4-2, do you? I think the last one who wasn't even a continental manager was um, Mike Bassett, wasn't it? <laughs> Thank you very much, Joe. Uh, best of luck Bassett. for the for the rest of the season and for next season. There he is, Joe. Um, Joe, 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 the big Barnsley fan from the Red All Over show. This is Love Sport. Let me tell you, five live losers, real lightweight, believe me. Love Sport, 558am. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Stop paying too much for your energy bills. Brian saved money on his at a spokesman said.com. Can you? I'm Brian from Swaddling Coat, South Derbyshire, and I saved about £400 on my energy bill with a spokesman set. The iSpokesman said website was very easy to use, instructions are quite clear to follow, and the money I saved I put towards a holiday. A spokesman said.com compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers in just a matter of minutes to find real people, real savings. Compare, switch, and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you. Saving you money. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. You could visit 10, 20, 100 dealers and still not see as many cards as you would in just one visit to Car Giant. Because at Car Giant, we've up to 8,000 quality used cars in stock, all at unbelievably low prices. So don't go round the houses for your next car. Go to Car Giant, the only place for giant choice and giant savings. It's how off bed sheets and these towels why is everything floral because she likes flowers who mum she's staying with us until her extension's built are you joking i told you last week you didn't with up to 70 percent off big brands 20 restaurants and a nine screen cinema you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at london designer outlet savings for all the family hello ldo find us in wembley park see website for details savings on rrp it's only for three months Imagine what it's like to be a road worker on a motorway. Please drive carefully through roadworks. Strangers in your personal space at all times. That is so London, believe me. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, it's Love Sport Radio Thursday evening, just past a quarter to ten. Um, good to hear from Joe, the Barnsley fan. Bill? Listen, you know, listen, Joe's told us as it is, but we like I said, just like last week, we can't be complacent against Barnsley, so mm. we have to keep our... We just need to make sure that we're, we're, we're locked down. We know what the mission is, and we just need to do it. So at the end of the day... It's almost like we don't need to talk about Barnsley anymore. We just need to go there and win. We did permutations on our podcast last night as to what the other teams are going to do, but that doesn't really matter. If we don't win tomorrow, it really doesn't matter. It just does your head in, really, doesn't it? You yeah. Kind of yeah. Like ifs, buts, and 
the other bits and bobs but you just can't you can't second guess anything in this division you know just just when you think something's going your way the rug's pulled away again a little bit so you know it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be tight it's unlikely but hey, we just gotta keep believing in it indeed indeed and tell you something as well i know we, we always say this but you know that anytime you go somewhere lately like we go to you know i went to the euros one time in ukraine and walk out and all of a sudden you see brentford fan i'll go to america i see a brentford fan i'll go to egypt i see a brentford fan brentford everywhere mate. brentford everywhere, everywhere and yeah. also brentford listening everywhere we've got Brentford International as well and we've got some people listening in Tallahassee as well Richie and Lucille um, apparently they've, just, they've messaged in so we listen to the show from Tallahassee um, they, I think they, they support Orlando or something like that but Lucille to be fair is, is my mum she's a uh... <laughs> <laughs> listen it's not a problem with that man you know what I'm saying you hey, know, family Le- connections Limbit had his mum on the very, very first show I checked that out you know what I'm saying so there's a bit of a love sport mum thing going on isn't there hi mum Hello, Mum. <laughs> hey, Mum. That's right. So anyway, My listen. Not listening. Yes, right. So listen. Let's let's just flip this back now because this season we're going to be very very tight. The chances are that we may not get to the playoffs, but we probably may miss out by one or two points. Now Brentford have played brilliant this season. No one's knocking the way they've played, but we've just missed opportunities. We're going to go around the table here and say, listen, if you can pick one game, if we don't make the playoffs, you can just pick one game. And Brentford fans out there do the same thing. Which game is the gonna, game? It's, it's going to be close, isn't it? Yeah. It, it probably Definitely. is going to be down to one game. Which game is the one game that you felt cost Brentford the playoffs if we don't get playoffs, Kate? For me, it was Millwall away because we didn't come out of the gate strong enough or quick enough and we worked really hard afterwards, but we just couldn't bring it back. Deeply frustrating. I, th- I think, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a huge one, wasn't it? Yeah. Because obviously you look at it now, Millwall where they are yeah. that you know that that turnaround in points it, it was it would have made a big difference to where we are now um, we, i mean again we needed to get that gap on the mill wall and they're on it's a momentum thing and they kept their momentum going me coming back to my game um talking about momentum is very recently who we played even though we thought we did very well we excited we jumped up and down and we did all sorts of podcasts and we were dancing afterwards and singing harley dean songs the fulham match at craven cottage because even though we did really well we came back to that one we actually should have really won that one we had the penalty we should have had we had the disallowed goal and if we had got that we'd have got another two points and we had the momentum going as well it's all about momentum mm. we needed that momentum we you know those two points fulham would probably love that to think oh we stopped Brentford for getting to the playoffs but that's what i feel laney these two are obviously when you get to this stage of the season it all becomes clear what exactly three points mean or what what you know dropping three points mean because you can the ends in sight the the, the league tables are there you're at the business end of the season I think we probably let ourselves down against two, ironically three teams that are going to be relegated we've dropped points against Barnsley we've dropped points against Sunderland we've dropped points against Burton so probably uh, it's, it, I, I'd say if we if we did one one of those games, we'll see uh, home to Barnsley, home to Sunderland, home to Burton, where they come and park the bus. We fluffed it, but it's always going to be the QPR away game for me, where we were two 0 up going into injury time, and they they pulled two goals back. You know, it's it's there in black and white. We'd won the game and we didn't win the game so you know probably for me as as much as I hate to say it the QPR game is the one that cost us cheers, cheers for asking me mine Bill no. I'm going to ask you a listen <laughs> go on, man, go on, man. Aaron which game do you think Brentford completely fluffed the players if they don't get the players because okay. it's a big if yeah you talk about momentum 13 games unbeaten at home Norwich at home 
Oh, yeah. it's interesting. That was momentum at home. Everyone's talking about yeah. the record. When I I, I I was at the game, I watched it and I thought, you know what, it should be three points. Norwich are Norwich are neither here nor there this, this season. They're a club that need remodelling somewhat, and and I really thought that that was another three points. And scored, it was a long ranger from Madison. Scored a great goal though. Yeah. It was a great goal. Yeah. But but still, I just thought that Brentford should have done a bit. It's a tough one, January coming out, you know, and it's a bit cold. But when you listen, I know what you're saying, and when you say that, but the problem that you have, because we were on like, we had been like about sort of 97 games unbeaten or something like that at that time, and you know that there's going to be one game, event, I mean, other than Wolves, because Wolves doesn't count. So, yeah. you know, if you lose to Wolves, it's just like well, you just well, park Wolves that. Wolves should have won as well. <laughs> yeah. you know? Sheffield United at home, Ed says 1 1. That's right. Sheffield United mm. and away. Yeah, and away. Mm. You know, but listen, that Norwich game, uh, you've got to lose one. And that was the one. You know, we part that and we just carry on. There you go. PC's in the building. He will be with us next. This is Love Sport. Australian cricketers just don't have the balls. That I can tell you. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Got something to get off your chest that doesn't require medical assistance? Then the London call-in is for you. Whether it was a dodgy tackle, poor game management, or the simple fact that the referees are what uh, should have gone to Specsavers, we want to hear about it. The action, the reaction, and the overreactions. On London's biggest games every Saturday from 5.15, the London call-in on your London station. Love sports. With all of the women coming out of the woodwork, one would think I was like Bill Clinton. Wrong. This is Love Sport. One of the country's finest journalists has uh, just joined us. Oh, no, he's not. No, he's here. <laughs> it's PC. Do you know what? I, I've, what got, got? I've got to give you something first. Go on. Last week, I listened to your show. It was compelling listening. Get out of town. Compelling listening. That is very kind and, of you. And I've mentioned your show to so many people this week. And funny enough, Jay, we, me and Jamie, Jamie, were talk, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, no, we're talking about it on, I think on Friday we were talking about it. And I just said, God, did you listen to that show? And they're like, yeah, I was like, that was incredible. It was really brilliant. The, the bit where you had the criminal in. And, and he that, that what, like, I didn't do any work. Possibly there. no, but the way, let's let's be fair, Paul. It's it's the way you ask the question sometimes, and I feel that your accent helps sometimes because you know while you're trying to poke like a bear with a stick, you're also <laughs> trying to say, "Hey, I'll be your mate." Yeah, well, that was an amazing story. This is the fellow that basically story. shot at a police car here in London four times, shot a police officer, then made a documentary saying, "Sorry, I shot you," and tracked him down and said, "Sorry." And I wasn't expecting that. Normally, I come in and Aaron rips me a new one every week. So hey, I, was, I, I was not prepared for anything nice. Nah, mate. You've I'm, disarmed I'm, me. I'm like your biggest fan. I even look for you on Twitter. You're a good man. I don't do Twitter. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but might, you won't give me your number. He's too high profile. <laughs> anyway, PC, what's coming up? Yes, my friend. Um, the good one, you guys will love this actually tonight. Uh, Lee Howey, an ex-Premier League player on his new book, Massively Violent and Decidedly Average. Nice. Really interesting. What it's all computer hacking. Okay. How does it work? What's the worst that can happen? The Golden State Killer, the future of artificial intelligence, plus the weekend sports, US politics, movies, and mm. loads more. The usual mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. It is a mixed bag, exactly. It's like a pre-made, like sort of you know, pick a mix bag, isn't it? Like it's you just don't know what you're. If I get. wasn't going straight down the pub afterwards, I'd listen to it. <laughs> catch up, catch up, catch up. On the way home, after a few pints, it'll sound much better. All right, brilliant. seriously, PC, so absolutely I. brilliant. Aaron, cheers, buddy. Wait for it in in around four or five minutes. Time, yes, Bill. Thanks, time man. to round things up. Talk to me. Listen, Barnsley, Saturday. We're going there. 
free coaches Brentford to put on so there's going to be loads of us up there it doesn't really matter what's going on it's going to be a bit of a party so we're going to have a laugh win or lose it doesn't really matter and like I said we were going to Barnsley regardless of this game of it being a big game we we booked our tickets three months ago so we're going there for a laugh but I'm just looking around the table here and I'm saying to all my friends here Laney or Kate I've got you Aaron as well what are you looking forward to in Barnsley most one thing you're looking forward to Laney Oh, that's one thing. I, I'm looking forward to the last Northern away game of the season. We always have fun on our travels. It's get up early, get on the train, get to get to sort of a you know t- a town like Barnsley, teams like Barnsley, um, have a have a have a couple of couple of local brews, and then um, in- enjoy the game. And we, we always have a it's a nice long journey back, and hopefully we'll come back with three points tucked under our arm. Indeed. Kate? I'm looking forward to the possible reappearance of Alan Judge, which I gather might be on the cards in some way, shape or form. So that'd be nice to see him. Like him. Yeah, that'd be nice to see him get some time on the pitch. Okay, it's wicked. Aaron? Uh, The Barnsley Chop. The Barnsley Chop. I enjoy meat, you know, and and I, I always wanted to be a butcher as a kid. I still do now, to be fair. I'll probably give it a go part time or something. But to be fair, it's just a wonderful bit of meat. It really, really is. We'll it's bring a, you some it's meat a, back, mate, don't you Please do. Don't please do. Worry, I look forward to marinate. Sleep over the weekend. You know, marinating fullers or something like that. I don't mind. Go for it. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Sounds good. Just see, we see if we can chuck out some Barnsley Chop out there. And when I'm going up there, I'm looking forward to the pre-match. I always love a bit of pre-match. Our buddies from the West Stand Bogs, which is the fa- Barnsley fanzine, they've actually got their own beer. So if you go into the local pub that we're going to, a really proper wicked ale pub, and they've got their own beer called West Stand Bogs Beer. So I'm looking forward to a pint of West Stand Bogs to celebrate our uh, brethren up in Barnsley from the fanzine. Should be all good. How's it going to go? Oh, it's 3-0 to Brentford. Yeah. 2-1 Brentford. Mainly. 4-0 Brentford. Oh. I'll probably go for a 3-0 Brentford to be mm, fair. You can't have it. That's 3-0. I'll, oh, fine, I'll, go, I'll go for a 2-0. Arm hey. wrestle. I'll go for a 2-0 Brentford. Very, very quickly before we wrap up the show, it's finished. Arsenal 1 uh, Atletico Madrid 1. Madrid getting the crucial way got Antoine Griezmann trying to spoil Arsene Wenger's leaving party. Oh. Oh, anyway, Listen, Bill, 10 seconds. Talk to me about the party next week. Just quickly, we've got a party next week. It's all sold out, but if you go there, go on the wait list. A few people on the wait list, I'm going to try and get you some tickets. Besotted.com, go to the Martin Allen wait hand and just go there it's going to be wicked you're, you're coming down everyone's yep. coming down also football blogging awards we've been nominated just go to Besotted there's a massive banner please vote for us vote football blogging awards lovely stuff cheers chaps Brentford back next week on back tomorrow from 7 with Chelsea I'm looking at the clock on the wall and I can't tell the time but apparently it's nearly time for the news love sport Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. You like it saucy, there'll be something for you. Weekdays from 6am. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.